Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the pancake and power slam. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the pancake and power slam. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the pancake and power slam. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the pancake and power slam. Turn it up, turn it up, it
and we are live ladies and gentlemen this is episode 390 of the pancakes and power slam show i am chris featherstone as always we're going to have a lot of fun tonight as we do got a live interview as we do every week and we have a class of champions review also we got some cool q a some raw and smackdown i got some uh some some gripes i got some uh some interesting things to talk about tonight as always we have another watch party for the flavor of the week uh we're gonna watch uh hell in a cell uh one of the old hell in a cell matches i'm seeing the pmp nation already coming into the chat room ready to go of course uh, we got a fun show tonight as we always do what's going on mike pmp fans when you tune into the show post a link on the social media to show your support absolutely absolutely uh what's going on eric what's going on mo michael great to have you on the show let's have a lot of a lot of a lot of fun yes uh, she is tall yes absolutely uh <laughs> that is an, an understatement so without further ado ladies and gentlemen uh back on the show this should be a very very interesting for your q a tonight former wwe um talent former impact wrestling or whatever you uh tna impact wrestling whatever you like uh and she's continuing to uh, make some noise on independent scenes right now doing some getting back in the ring and doing some things so she is back here of course formerly known as rocka khan trenisha how are you tonight hey what's up thanks for having me chris uh, as always absolutely absolutely how's uh, how's life treating you it's it's um it's really actually better than ever actually that's a, that's <laughs> even though cool. maybe like according to the headlines you know you can't believe everything on the news you know? yes. <laughs> yes things are going ex like you know exceptionally well for me um we do have you know little things we've got to like kink out little little issues that i've got to take care of but those are like at this point uh those are like small paths my my eyes are on the prize Amen. I've already made my public decree. Like, you know, I'm talking about an earthly, literal prize, not just like, oh, name it and claim it. No, I'm like actually snatching up spoils right now. You see what I'm saying? Nice. <laughs> nice. So I'm looking at WrestleMania. You know, I said at Wrestle Reunion yeah. in Tampa. I, saw I said, that. hold on. I said at Wrestle Reunion in Tampa. I went there. I went there with my children so they could experience, you know, say hi to everyone, you know, just. That's just like such a fun. Oh, I love that environment. Like, that's awesome. there's nothing. I mean, it's just it's like Thanksgiving every time. You know, like it just always was a great experience for me as far as like being at WWE. So, like, one of my kids to see me happy and like see like see what it really was about because you know I wanted them to see like and I was even overwhelmed by the experience by taking them there. You know, and like this is not when it hit me. But yeah. this is when it hit me that I was right. Like, I will be at WrestleMania next year. Like, when I was sitting at WrestleMania, I just knew it. Like, I'm just going to prophesy that right now. I'm decreeing it. Like, and I'm saying it because I know, honestly, you guys, listen. You think I'm just saying the prophecy? God has been speaking to me for a long time. And, like, I know that it's going to happen. Watch. Wow. So, awesome. my kids got to see wrestling. And they were blown away. You know, um, they have been to lots of indie shows. So could you imagine going to all these indie shows, right? Mm -hmm. And then finally, like, the one that you only see on TV. I never got to experience this as a kid. So, like, I got to feel it through them, you know? So when they got into, like, the real show, yeah. they were like, whoa. 
like they were just completely floored like i literally i saw like my little girl my tiny baby zion it actually yeah you she loves wrestling and um <laughs> it completely like um the experience drained her like she was so hyped and then like halfway through the show she just dropped like it was too much for her <laughs> So, yeah, we got some things to do, you know? Yes. Most I definitely. It. I love it. And hold on, let me get you on speakerphone so I can see the Q&A. Hold on one second. Sure, sure, no yes. problem. No problem. Um, all right, is that audio okay? Yep, no problem at all. Um, all right. Absolutely. So, uh, what's your uh, your daughter's favorite wrestler? Who's your daughter's favorite wrestler? <laughs> Uh, she just walked away. I could have her tell you. Let me see. Hold on. <laughs> Zion. Zion. Who's your favorite wrestler? Uh, my favorite wrestler is Rocka Khan and, um, Wonder Woman. <laughs> Rocka Khan and Wonder Woman. Did y'all hear that? Yes. <laughs> nice. Those are two, I guess, you know, Wonder Woman, she's kind of a wrestler. Yeah, I could see how she would think that. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, who's your favorite wrestler? I don't know if I know this. Oh, uh, I don't know, because I got, like, a few. Like, you got to give me a specific, like, my favorite wrestler, like, Current. from childhood or, like, Current. from... What was that? Current. Current favorite wrestler. Mm -hmm. Okay, female. Um, okay, just as a fan, my favorite, like, if I was coming and I was like, ooh, I'm really excited to see them. Aside from, um... See, I'm really biased about Ember Moon, so y'all gonna know I'm gonna say that. Like, that's a given. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's, I'm biased for her. That's but, um, like, if for somebody that I don't know, um, like, as a fan, I really, really like a lot of the people that y'all don't. I love the Iconics. <laughs> I love the Iconics, you guys. They are so fly to me. <laughs> I get it. And I really love the gimmick. I love everything. Even, like, the way that their wrestling style yeah. doesn't look like everyone else's. I like everything about. I don't know, I like them. I think they're they're great. They're refreshing to me. I think they're entertaining. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then, let's see. I know that was kind of like a random one. Oh, and that's also like Lacey Evans. I really like her. I really, really like her. And then, of course, Baron Corbin and Braun Strowman. Y'all know. I'm not, I'm going to stick with my, <laughs> I stick with my team. I like those two. I've always liked those two from the start. <laughs> yeah, I knew, <laughs> I knew about your Braun Strowman and, and Baron Corbin, so. Uh, yeah, I know about that. Speaking of Baron Corbin, <laughs> they, uh, they're they're giving him some love. He was, you know, King of the Ring, uh, one King of the Ring. Love. He deserves it. I mean, like they're amazing. Like like just from being an athlete, I'm just so blown away at how huge they are and agile they are. Like they're like a new breed of like wrestler. Yeah. You know, so like, yeah, I'm I'm very impressed. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, one thing I do like about Corbin is that I'm I'm an old school guy uh, and. I like the faces and the heels, and I like to, you know, um, uh, I like to see the the old school, you know, bad guy drawing heat. And and Baron Corbin's one of he's one of very few nowadays that is like legitimate heels that people right. just love to hate. And you know, people like um, Pac used to be Neville. He's a really good heel. Yeah. Um, uh, Corbin. That's really it. I mean, <laughs> really, as far as just it's like, just something. Really, yeah, he's got he's got something that just kind of just you know it's very uh, special. It's his own 
uh, electromagnetic wave that can't be, like, duplicated, kind of yeah. like mine. You guys know how, like, have you guys noticed? So that's enough about those guys, right? Because, you know, when you, in wrestling, you can give, like, props. We don't want to focus too much on Baron Corbin and the <laughs> Iconics and all them right now. Y'all need to realize, like, have you noticed that wrestling has never replaced me? Have you guys noticed that? It's never happened. I just wanted to throw that out there. Like, usually you can replace anybody. Come on. Well, I have never been replaced. You'll be back, though. You'll be, you'll, well, you'll be. That's you'll because be. I have to because they can't do. If they could have duplicated me by now, they tried. They have, yeah. But they can't. Yeah. Like, you know, like, especially once you, when a, when a fan actually, let me just, maybe a little Scott Steiner rubbing off on me. But when you actually see me in person, most people are, like, I'm not used like, my, the people I'm around all the time aren't, but, like, fans, like, when they actually meet me, they're like, dang, like, that's how I am with, like, okay, let's go back to Baron Corbin and Von Strowman. I know for a fact when I walked up to either one of them, I'm like, dang, like, that's, like, a real, like, you know, beast. So, like, when people see me, that's exactly what they think, and you don't think that of a girl wrestler right off the top of your head unless you think of somebody that's, like, you know, a Kong or, like, a Nia Jax type, but, like, they get thrown off, you know? So, sure. I got some super duper powers that are like radiating around me and like sometimes it like creates this force field that repels a lot of people but that's kind of like what's happened over the past i sound like ultimate warrior don't i but i hope somebody out there can understand me because like i could understand warrior mm-hmm. you guys feel me hmm. <laughs> like he's he always talks in galaxies and dimensions like i feel him on that like gotta <laughs> really like operate in those other spaces you know Oh, with the ultimate warrior, the power of the universe, with all the galaxies around it. You know. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that was a huge... And I want to say hey to everyone. Thank you guys all for coming to chat with me tonight. I actually, like, I'm looking at the comments here, saying what's up to all y'all. I really appreciate you guys' support. And, um, you know, comment just a... Come and just, you know, hang out and hear whatever I have to say, you know? Yeah, Cody said, I don't have to, uh, Cody said, I don't have to ask Rock anything. She's just fun to listen to. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I could just keep going, right? So I do have a story for you guys. Yes, please do. Please share. Okay, so the El Paso shooting. You guys remember that recent tragedy that we just experienced? Yes. All right, so... You're my Facebook friend. Do you remember me posting on Facebook on the day before the the day of the shooting? Right? The I posted of. on Facebook. I said, like, God spoke to me mm-hmm. the night before the shooting. He had been speaking to me before I was seeing, like, I, I had spiritual intel. And I knew supernaturally, because that's how I operate for real, real life. You guys, I'm actually really like this. I'm not... Well, okay, whatever whatever you want to think, just to be real to me, or whatever you want to believe, right? Listen to this. I knew that something horrible was about to happen before it did, right? And I posted on Facebook about, oh, my God, like, God told me, like, get out, you know, go here, this is where you'll be safe. And I posted on Facebook that, and I thought that it was a shooting, because the next day we had a massacre, okay? Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. So that wasn't it. My premonition was right. There was something about to happen to us, but it was like a specific attack for me, and I had still dipped out of it. When I saw the shooting the next day, I just thought that was it, but I've uncovered something that actually, like, we actually got out of the way of danger right in the nick of time. Mm. Wow. Like, so, if you guys have feelings and intuitions and, like, you know things, 
okay? Um, you, you, know, you might want to start listening to that if your life isn't going too hot because, like, once you start obeying the other voice that's talking to you, you're actually just going to, you, you have no other choice but to go down the right path. And so that's kind of like, with all this, like, chaos going around me, I know for a fact that I have everything, everywhere that I set my feet, everywhere that I go, at this point, I have dominion over all of it. I have power and authority over every single thing that's happening right now because of the way I'm operating and the way that I'm moving. And that's how I can tell you guys with certainty that I know for a fact I can even see myself actually walking through the curtains at WrestleMania. Boom. And, like, you guys, I already even know the storyline. I'm not going to even say it because you never – that's one rule of wrestling. You never, ever reveal that, Okay. I can see it. I even know, I know what my vignette looks like. I can see the whole thing, you guys. And it's all going to happen because of all of these things that have come to try to stop me this time around because there's cycles we go through in life. So when I got onto this cycle again, I decided to make different decisions and it's turned me into, um, yes, honey, one second. It's given me um, an advantage over everything happening in the natural. I'm like, um, so peaceful right now because I can see everything on another level, which means I know what's going on before anybody around me does. Hmm. Everything happens in the spirit realm before you see it naturally, like the speed of light. Spirits are like light speed. So, like, if you can see that fast, <laughs> this is like a whole new comic book character, it sounds like real. So, if you could see that fast, then you actually will be a step ahead of everyone all the time. Very interesting stuff. I need to, you know, I'm, I'm going to actually, like, need to sit down and, like, really, 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 like, get a group of really weird people together that like to talk about aliens and light speed and quantum physics and all that stuff. And I just, I would love to just chat with, I bet there's a lot of these weirdos here. Any weirdos here? Let's see. Hashtag anybody weirdos. like, anybody like talking about aliens and galaxies? Hashtag weirdos. <laughs> you know. You, you brought up an interesting point. Um, now... You talked about all the stuff that's going on now. How how, how do you how have you been handling that? There's been a lot of uh, negative publicity about you over the past uh, few. That's weeks. not that's not true. Well, there's been a lot of people. So hold on a about, second. Hold on. Hold on. Wait. 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 Hold on. Let me finish. Let me, my, let me, let me finish my question. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, there, there uh, there's been a lot of negative publicity. Hey, you pause. I'm sorry. You pause. I thought you were pause. Oh no, it's I wasn't right. trying to. It's, it's cool. It's cool. No problem. No problem. Um, so basically the, the, the publicity has been based on, um, the reason why I said that is because it's, it's, it's funny because as soon as people see, you know, uh, a story, a story to just kind of harp on and zoom on as far as what they've been writing about you, you know, it's, it's not been very, very pleasant. So how do, how do you handle that? I think I already answered you though. So let me clarify. So that's not true. What you said about things being, um, that things are being said badly about me, like that's not true. That, that might be a fact. You feel where I'm going with this? No, like, not yet. Fact? Okay, so there's a difference between truth and facts. So this is what I'm talking about. When things like this happen, you guys, this is not the first time I have been assaulted through the media. Hello. Okay. But this is the first time that I'm handling it the way that I am. Okay. So, like when I had my name 
slandered and defamed through the media 10 years ago, I did not try to defend myself at all. I just went into a cave. You know, I um, tried to just take the advice of everyone around me and just get over it. I did. I just tried to move on. This is a decade ago, all right? I was going by, like, you know, a different name, trying to hide who I was, trying to pretend like I wasn't that person off TV that everyone was like, isn't that you? Like, aren't you the girl that bubbled a little bunch? No. You know, and, like, so I was hiding and running from the battle. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking at this like, oh, I'm a victim here. You know what, you guys, I have been going through hell with this situation for three years. I have been battling a wicked court system, which for three years, I didn't know that, I didn't know what I was fighting, and I didn't know why. Okay? I was beaten, savagely beaten, unconscious. That's how all of this started. Okay, let's go back to how this started. This is why I'm not self-condemning, because I know I've done the right thing. Okay? Even after I was a victim of a horrific crime. I tried to help my attacker. I tried to keep it out of the police hands like that would just, like that immediate night, which is crazy. Like, this is like the victim thing. Like, I'm worried what's going to happen to him, Mm. you know? Like, he's just savagely attacked me. I'm barely gaining consciousness again, and people are asking me while I'm holding a newborn baby, put yourself in my shoes, like... And I have a three-year-old, you know, that has to look at her mom like this and can see her savagely beaten on her birthday weekend, mm. you know. And by the way, I still got up that next day and still made it to SeaWorld just out of spite for not letting that ruin my daughter's birthday, okay. And I went there and drove like 40 miles from Randolph Air Force Base to SeaWorld with one eye, okay. That's who you guys are talking to. Do you think that's some little silly little headline in the head? Come on. This is a lie from the pit of hell, and I don't accept it. And the devil wants to put me out there like that and turn me into some, like, sensational criminal. You know what? That doesn't work anymore. (laughs) I've come to learn, like, when a situation like this occurs and then you know that you know that you're right, you know, um... Especially, you know, you've done the right thing the whole time. I mean, for three years, you guys, three years I've been trying to get away from this guy. And because I'm not doing what this wicked system in this specific county with this specific judge, who I have been very vocally exposing, by the way, the judge's order that's being enforced upon me at this point was signed by a judge who also find her own recusal that I had filed just, like, a minute before. Mm-hmm. So this is some wicked, unethical thing, and it's not just me, so I can't call myself like, oh, look, I'm, I thought it was. For three years, I thought it was just me. Then I found um, a, a nonprofit in El Paso called El Paso Mothers Against Family Court Abuse. Okay? Mm-hmm. It's a 501c3 non-for-profit And on their billboard, and I've shared the photos on my page, is a picture of the judge who decided to default custody of my child, who I birthed out of my body, okay, and not only that, have raised her every single day of her life, and she still has never left my side, 
to someone who is on probation for beating me unconscious, currently stalking and harassing me. Um, mm. And I have a protective order against, um, a no contact order as a, this is like every other court, the criminal courts are saying he's unsafe. Here's a protective order. But the family court has decided that because I pissed them off, excuse me, I don't want to cuss on your show, but that's pretty much what I was told by my um, former attorney. Mm-hmm. Her name, she, my former attorney is the reason why this case, literally, honestly, like, if it wasn't for her, which I can't blame her because, like she said, God told her to take my case. Maybe it was the devil because I believe that her God is Satan. And so she came onto my case and just completely tried to bully me. You guys, this lady tried to bully me. Like, you guys know from at least what you're seeing about me, every time someone is writing something about me, let's look at it. What am I doing? I'm standing up for myself. And people don't like that. Think about it. When I hit the headlines for Kurt, what was I doing? I was standing up for myself, wasn't I? Yeah. I was going, saying, look, I'm in danger and I need help. You know, like, I did also ask them to not let him know I was there, you know, like, I didn't want it to get out, but look, what was I doing? I was standing up for myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's what I'm doing right now. So, no, I don't care, like, whatever the headline says, it may say that, but it's not true, and I don't get my identity by headlines. Sure. I have spent a lot of time with God, getting to know myself over the past, like, you know, eight to ten years, and so... I am sure that this right here is being used to propel me to the Capitol. Like, I am already working towards a career, you know, hopefully with my eyes on the White House. Um, I will be going to a top 10 law school. Nice. That's awesome. And um, this is just working in my favor. I just don't see it as anything bad. Hold on, I don't want to. I don't want to skip past something you said. You said hopefully looking for, uh, looking toward the White House. What does that? What does that mean? Still there? What's this? Hello, hey there, Trinisha. Hello. Still there with us? Can't hear you. Can't hear you anymore. Can't hear you anymore. Can't hear you anymore. You can't hear me either. Can you hear me now? Yes. Can you hear me? Okay, well, yes, I don't have audio, so I'm not able to hear your question. Hold on, baby. Okay. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? 
Hmm. No, I can't hear you at all. Okay. Okay, I'm going to call her right back. Yeah, we're live. We're live, pal. <laughs> All right, let me call her right back. I'll be right back, PMP Nation. Can you hear me now? Yep, there we go. Awesome. All right, I'm going to bring you back on. Yeah, I was talking and I noticed you weren't like responding, so I was like, hello? <laughs> yeah, you were gone. <laughs> yeah, interesting. But we're all set. Everything is live and we're we're back on back on the sweet. track. All right. Sweet, sweet. So you guys, have, you guys know I have no idea where we left off because that threw me off um, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yes, it threw me off too. Um, but I think we're I think we're solid. Uh, you were talking. Yeah, about so I was explaining to you guys why I'm fine. I hope I couldn't yeah. hear you guys, but I hope you could hear what I was saying. Yeah, so I was like, oh, all right, great. So that's why I'm okay, you guys. Like this doesn't define me. Like don't ever let some situation define you. Imagine if I wouldn't have allowed like those people that were coming against me while I'm at the peak of my career. Well, not my peak. You know, I was, like, on my way back up or whatever because that's definitely TNA was not my goal ever. You know, like, I was doing that because I wanted to be in the WWE again. And so, like, why did I let something at TNA derail me from going to WWE? Now, that was a big, like, huge Goliath that came at me. Like, come on, like, okay, so I never really was a fan, like, of Kurt. So I never knew that if I, if this got out, like so many people were going to start attacking me. Like I didn't realize that people were that gone, like out of their minds. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's the problem? You know, I just, I never expected that. Well, it's that celebrity thing, you know, it's a lot of times. It just, it was my first, could you imagine being the person involved in that situation? Certainly. Yeah. And then having people, do the opposite of what you expected. Right, right. Instead of, like, being like, you know what, because all the ads tell you, break the silence, get out, leave. And then when you do that, they say, oh, why are you talking? You're accusing. Why are you doing this? Oh, you want to keep your victim? Like, it becomes the, the victim is always labeled, you know, the accuser. And I remember sitting up, like, I was... While I was being accused myself of, like, sitting in the house that I was horrified to be in, and I was actually in a microtel inn in Pittsburgh, and I had been asleep for a day or two, and I had finally drifted off. This is, like, when everything had happened, and, like, I was going to sleep, and then I heard somebody screaming my name, like, and I jumped out of my sleep because I was so tired, like, I just jolted out of my sleep. And when I opened my eyes, it was a lady on the news. 
my name, like I was like my face. They used my my picture from Florida State. I was horrified when I saw my volleyball picture from Florida State. You guys understand, like that was a serious attack on my character. Uh, my life had actually been endangered several times by him and the company too. Looking back on it, you know, and um, I was in a lot of. I was in a, a situation where it was literally do or die. And you guys don't know that I gave up my career by going to the police. And I knew that I was going to be stopped. I even like, even in all the trauma I was having, like I saw an interview of myself from like a news station, um, right when everything was going on. And I said, I'm, I've already been, and I, did, I was so out of it from like the, the vortex you go in when you're the accuser. And this is like actually happening to you. Like, imagine all of this stuff happening on a big stage, Yeah, you know? And, like, that is, it's humiliating, especially when you don't understand domestic violence. So this time, you know, I, I understood the domestic violence wheel. All abusers do the same thing, okay? There's another reason why I'm this strong. Because I survived Kurt, and because I survived being a, a domestic violence victim already in the media, this is nothing for me. Don't you see that? Like, I'm built for this. And I know what I did wrong the last time, and I'm doing the opposite this time. God told me to pursue this thing that keeps coming for me, you know, like, and I will overtake it. And so I have con continued to pursue justice. Mm -hmm. And although it has been a long time coming, it has started rapidly pouring in now. So, and also, like, I'm being um, guided every step of the way. Like, I have provision. This is how you know you're on the right track, you know? Like, there's things that are being placed in front of me that make no sense to anyone, even me, to make sure that I get where God has me to go. And I know one of his stops is Tampa next year for WrestleMania. <laughs> I got to keep saying that. You guys make sure yeah, please do. you let, <laughs> let the office know. Make it viral. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I, I like yeah. it. I like it. Yep. I think that's a fantastic goal. Absolutely. I, so I, I do want to say, I, sorry, because I want to say, like, every time I do these Q&As, right, and I don't see anything on the YouTube feed anymore, is there a new link? Nope. It's the same thing. You might want to refresh it. Um... Okay, let me see if it works when I go out and come in. Yeah. Um, speaking of that, let me ask uh, the first question. Uh, Michael's asking, why don't we see... So the hashtag is AskRK. Um, Michael's asking, um, let's see. Why don't we see more women opening wrestling schools? That's a really, that's so interesting. I think that it's a confidence thing. I think that, well, no, I, maybe it's, it might just be like a confidence thing, or maybe they just aren't interested. Now, me coming from, like, a personal training and, like, being like a, like, I was like a super gym rat, you know? Like, I was certified, top of the line, like, best trainer. Like, I trained clients for years and years before I wrestled. So, like, to me, it does, I've thought about that, too. And I'm like, how come no girls are marketing wrestling schools for girls? But even, like, in the region where I am, as popular as you guys think women's wrestling is, there's not a lot of girls out there. And hats off to the ones that are out there, ladies, I see y'all, actually putting in work. A lot of girls don't want to do this work, you guys. Wrestling is not, 
I mean, it hurts, you know, so they might think they want to do it, but they get out there and they're like, oh, okay, they just, you can't, you have to have a certain kind of mind to be able to go slam yourself into the ground every day and not even understand what you're doing until you get it. Yes. You understand? Yes. Absolutely, 100%. <laughs> so, yep. yeah. so I think that's what it is. It's, it's just, it's probably a little bit of a confidence thing. Like they either just don't think enough interest is there, you know, mm-hmm. or, oh, it's a good question though. Now, was there anybody who uh, kind of mentored you while you were in uh, either WWE doing your your uh, diva search time or uh, while you were in TNA? You guys, just like the way I got to Florida State Volleyball, that was me just like literally just taking shots at things and seeing what worked. Yeah. If I had a mentor, it would have been great, you know? Um but from the moment I got into wrestling, it was a whirlwind. Like, a lot of you guys don't know that most of the things that I did that were major in my career all happened within, like, a 18-month time span. Like, from the WWE to the Japan stuff, um, then the, the, the debut at TNA, and then, you know, my tenure there, and then, like, even the Lucha Libre USA. Um, all of that was, like, only, like, a couple years. Yeah. So, like, you know... I hit the ground, and I was moving. I look back, and my my career was moving faster than anybody probably in history that went that route, you know, um, aside for girls that, like, got shot straight to TV from the Diva Search. I'm talking about girls that actually had to wrestle, you know? <laughs> yeah, so, well, um, your presence helps, though. You know what I mean? Like, I, think, I think your presence helps. You know, you're an, you're an anomaly in the, in the wrestling in the wrestling uh, field. Well, that's part of the business, right? That's, yeah. that's actually part of the job description. Absolutely. It's just as important as uh, the ability to uh, execute the match out there yeah. or be able to deliver a good promo or, or be entertaining. Mm-hmm. So is that one thing that one thing that you can't teach, you know? <laughs> yeah. And that's like your, your presence. And when I say no one has duplicated me, I'm talking about my energy, my aura, you know, like, I know that when I go in the ring, I actually, I used to ask Steiner, um, because TNA was, like, the biggest, it was a big rush for me going out to the ring. Like, that was a huge, you guys, that's, like, I can't explain. Even, like, it was a little bit different than being in Japan. It's just the way that I I full-circled, because, you know, I went through the WWE developmental system. Okay, I'm going to circle back around on this. I didn't even have one match. Now, I'm in the developmental class every day, like, for a year, and I'm still not getting a match just because Bill didn't want to give me one. So how much sense does it make that three months after I'm fired, my first match is in Japan, okay? I'm in Cork and Hall, and I'm getting matches that are ranked in the top ten after only one year of training. Yeah. Okay? They, like... A lot of wrestling back then was fake news. Like, people wanted y'all to believe, like, that there was nothing good coming from me. But that wasn't the truth, you know? So, anyway, I know what I can do, you know? And at the end of the day, um, let me go back. Okay, so, like, so, the aura thing. All right, so I know what I can do, period. Okay, now let's move on to the next sentence. So, we, um, Scott and I would come back from being out in the ring. And for some reason, being in the United States and going out there and doing this, it just felt like a different vibe and I literally was like yo what just happened and he'd be like what do you mean I'm like do you remember like I'm like when you come back from wrestling do you remember what happened 
because listen, you guys, when I be in the ring and my character would snap in, it's like I don't even remember what she was doing. <laughs> like after I didn't need it anymore, it was gone. I'm like every time I get done, it's it's gone, and I like feel this like crazy like I don't know. I'm not trying to go soft and fierce on you, but like there's just there's you, there's Trinisha, like the girl y'all are talking to, and then there was like Raka, you know. <laughs> yeah. Very interesting stuff. Um, all right, so we'll have. So I don't know anybody in there. Anybody in here a worker or anybody in here wrestle? Um, I don't know. That's a good question, guys. Um, all right, so let me ask these questions here. Uh, I got time. Got time for a few more questions. Let's see. Evan is asking, uh, what was the two angles in wrestling to make uh, that that made you pop as a talent and as a fan? Oh, um, okay. Two angles. Okay, so I would say the most shocking. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, I would say like, okay, so when I was in WWE uh, developmental, that's when they did the, uh, you know what, hold on. Okay, yeah. I, did, I had to make sure that I wasn't going to, like, you know, bring up something. <laughs> Sorry. So, yeah, the, the the Edge and Lita and the Matt Hardy thing, that blew me away. Mm. Like, I was like, because I was like, wait. <laughs> First of all, like, you know, we heard stuff, and then they're like, oh, they're going to make them do it on TV. And we were like, what? <laughs> you know, yes. we were like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. You know. That one was like that was good TV, right? That was yeah. crazy. Very that was shocking and crazy, and, and yeah. like wow. Yep. I will say wow, wow, wow. You know, because I have gotten put in a situation like that where I was asked to live out my personal life on TV, and I was like, uh, no, mm. no. I couldn't even imagine. Like I didn't even let it cross my mind. Mm. And you know, that was. You guys, would you guys have liked to see an angle? Like, would you love the storyline of me, Karen, Jeff, and Kurt? I was like, <laughs> no. Hell, yes. I said, hell to the no, no, no. No, thank you. I turned that down. I was like, no. And, you know, that probably got me a lot of heat, too, because they wanted me to get on TV and, like, play it out. I wasn't going to get on TV and act that out when I was actually going through real horror with him at home. I didn't want to have to get put in a segment with him, you know? Like, yeah. when I got to work, I finally got to get away from him for a little bit, you mm -hmm. know? He's not about to go in, like, work this angle. You know, I already got a real angle with you at home. No, thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, another one, I don't know, nothing really, like, pops out at me. Give me a second. Two of them, two of them. Uh, shoot, I don't know. No, that's all right. Um, we can... Uh, Sorry. Nothing else is really sticking out. I mean, really, what can compare to that? Was the Edge and Lita thing. Yeah, that one was, yeah, that one was very... Like, that was, that was wild. Yeah, that was very wild. That's a good way to put it, absolutely. Um, Cody's asking, what was, uh, what was your favorite place in the world to visit when traveling for shows? Oh, let's see. Okay. Well, obviously all of us love Japan, right? Like that's off top. So next to that, I want to say my, I want to say like, not my most favorite, but the most, uh, interesting and, and the place that I got the most out of going, I won't go back was when I went on tour in Lagos, Nigeria. That okay. taught me a lot. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. 
Uh, Michael's asking, uh, who would you place on the Mount Rushmore of all-time female wrestlers compete, complete package promos bell-to-bell? Well, okay. Um, myself. Then after that, I would put... You guys are going to be... Okay, I'm going to give you um, a Cameron answer, okay? Now, just as a fan, and I like Cameron, too, I'm going to put Melina on there. I'm just saying, like, it's for, like, a fangirl, okay? <laughs> Melina. Um, China. Mm-hmm. How many people get to go on there? Four. Oh, there's only one person left? Oh, man. Uh. Ooh, okay. I'm stumped. It's, like, honestly... <laughs> You know, I don't care what y'all think. Kelly Kelly. No. Interesting. Me, me, Melina, China, and Kelly Kelly. Because <laughs> I like Kelly Kelly. She's cool and she got, she's she's a great athlete and she's beautiful. Actually, you know what? Yeah, that's it. So. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> Melina versus Alicia Fox, right? <laughs> I'd put Alicia Fox on there too if we had room. Because I don't like just having one black girl on there. There should be two of us, right? <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, very interesting. Well, uh, you're still, you're still. Let's see. I think we're good with the questions, but I do want to ask you. Um, you are doing some select shows, right? I, uh, yeah, like I am doing some select shows. I am mm-hmm. <laughs> very select. Yes, I'm being very methodical. Like I'm not just taking any booking anywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, um, and I've never done that anyway, so I don't see why I should start now, right? That's a good point. <laughs> so you want to so kind of be like you know, sing. You know, you gotta stay in demand. I am very friendly, and I'll chit chat with my fans all day. But when it comes to like throwing myself around in the ring, I gotta trust. It's it's hard out there, you guys, and I've been able, and I haven't had to experience all the hardness out there, but I've seen it and I hear about it, and I just sit back and laugh because I'm not, I'm not, you know, I, it, you have to be careful and like actually I've spoken to one of the former former WWE executives, one of the guys from talent relations about this plan I have, like my 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 actual tangible work plan. And even his advice was to be very selective about what bookings I accept mm-hmm. and make sure that I trust them. So, like, that's if anyone's looking about thinking about wrestling, like, that's something that you should do. Don't just take any booking just so you can get on the card, you know? Like, you, you got to check a couple things out. That's, yeah. That'd be some advice I'd give out, you know, for sure. It's called leverage. Definitely want that's leverage. Right. Yep. That's well, right. It's always it's always a pleasure to have you on the show. Um, you know, you are one of uh <laughs> you're one of my fan base's favorite guests. So uh Yo, thank there, you. <laughs> is there anything you can uh any any uh final words that you can uh say to my uh P and P nation? Yes, guys, I want you to um just find my Instagram. I finally got an Instagram. I really didn't want to. Uh, but if you guys start coming on there, I'll transition from Facebook and I'll start using Instagram instead. And my Instagram handle is I am prophecy 888 altogether. And um, yeah, hit me up on there, you guys, because I got some real cool stuff about 
to happen. And I am wrestling, you know, literally in the ring as well as the political ring. I have some announcements to make very soon. I'll be um, actually at Washington, D.C., in Washington, D.C., changing some laws because your girl reads books and she's going to school, too. You know, I do hair. You know, I do nails. I babysit. I go to law school. I wrestle. I do all of that, you know. So I will actually be at Washington, D.C., uh, coming up here with a major, major move that we we at Punished for Protecting. You guys can look us up. And also, we're in collaboration with El Paso Mothers Against Family Court Abuse. We have actually been making some legislative moves. We're wrestling in the White House, okay, and um, also in the ring. So you guys watch out. I didn't know I was going to become an activist, but deep down inside, I already knew. Like, I felt like a, a renegade, you know, Florida State. It kind of goes together, you know. And I am from the North, so we are the slaves that got away. So it's just in my DNA to fight for human rights. And um, if any of you guys are having any type of issue or know anyone, is being unjustly treated by the court system, um, especially mainly we're focusing on family-related issues, please give us a call. Uh, contact me on Instagram or Facebook. We have information. I can get some things going. We have a major movement taking place in the next two weeks, so spread the word for everybody to put eyes on my Instagram page. All right? Nice. nice. It has been a pleasure. And thank you, Chris. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being so nice and allowing me to talk to your fan base. I really appreciate it. Yes, my pleasure as always. Have a great night, and we'll talk soon. All right. You guys have a good night. Good night. Bye-bye. My buddy, Trenisha, uh, once again, thanks so much for being on the show. Always one of uh, one of our favorites on the show, man. She's a uh, she's a fireball, man. She's uh, full of full of uh, full of interesting things to say, man. She's 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 cool peoples. All right, so let's uh, let's jump into. Uh, all right, so now we got my boy Evan Tech Prout, the co-host with the most. Hey, uh. all right, so let's uh, let's jump into. Uh, all right, so, uh, um, hey, I apologize. I forgot to hit you know, Nick. Can you yeah. hear me? <laughs> yes, <I'm sorry. laughs> we hear an echo. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, yeah. Good to be here. Pancakes and power slam. That's right. It's survey time. We got the survive. We survived the Bludgeon Brothers Part Two. Oh, survived them. I live in Baltimore. Shout out to Cody, the avoider. That's his new name, Cody. Of course, to avoid everything, you cannot avoid Baltimore. Shout out to you, Featherstone, Ohio State is still number six. I don't know why they can't put y'all to number five. Ohio State wins again. Haters. From the Turks choked. They keep shoving the Browns down our throats like you do Seth Rollins. <laughs> Because so, uh, the Browns is a storyline, man. Like, you know, everything's uh, about storylines. And, and the Browns is a storyline. Although, um, you know, although the Browns aren't doing too well, you know, they're they're definitely uh, under the expectations. You know, it's a storyline, man. So people want them to, you know, succeed. Yeah, uh, Cody said. Cody said you're going to cry with PSU beat. Uh, I don't know what PSU is, but Penn PSU State. is going to defeat y'all. Penn State. Penn State. I think yeah. we played Penn State. Um, yeah, you know. We played Penn State this weekend. Uh, oh, yeah. He's, it's okay. It's okay to hate. 
you know, we are 100%. Uh, Ohio State is undoubtedly the best team in the Big Ten right now. Um, uh, November. What about Bama? Is Bama uh, Bama Big Ten? SEC, Alabama's SEC. SEC, okay. Yeah. SEC, okay. Uh, yep. So you know, um, you can you can whatever you want to, however you want to to put that in yourself to to yourself. You know, it's cool. You can say PSU is going to beat Ohio State. Ohio State's the best right now in the Big Ten, 100%. Um, what's going on, Lexi? Gabriel's in the, in the building. Lexi Express. Lexi Express. So, guess uh, what, guys? My, my, <clears throat> Go ahead. They ready now. Mike, Mike, uh, Mike Ryan, shout him out. Um, he, he lives in Pennsylvania, so uh, let, me, let me remind him of something. I live, I'm probably from Baltimore City, you see, Baltimore. <laughs> we are not a college football no. city. Maryland is not college football. I told you, you should know this, Michael. I appreciate you know this. I'm not into college football. I do not know all of the divisions. I know about the Big Ten and the SEC. They got like 39 divisions and like 3,000 teams. I don't know. I know the names. It's all cool. Yeah. It's fine. Just yeah. uh, pray that you're... 49ers and Jimmy G, if you will, if you will. can go to the pay window. The pay window. Buller, buller. And Michael Ryan has to be a prophet. I have to say, right at the Clash of the Champions, he called me up. Called me up. Like Ryan called me up and remarked up both for a three-way and, and predicted and said, Brock, he was going to short ball smack you down, and he was going to challenge Coach for the title. <laughs> Already. Yep. Um, uh, sports title X Christmas podcast moving to Fridays for SmackDown. Nope. Uh, Let it off. Tuesdays, yeah. 11 p.m., man. Same bat time. Yes, it is. 11 p.m. So, Angry, angry Mark, don't apologize for the, the for the delay. My bleach teeth died. But yeah, Angry Mark already called it. Said Brocky Boy was showing up to SmackDown, challenging Kofi at the debut on Fox. We already know what's going to happen. Brock Lesnar is going to defeat Kofi, probably in a squash. Brock Lesnar will be the new champion in the face of Smacky Down on Fox. Angry Mark already promoted it. He already spoke it into existence using church terms, first as you say. All right, ladies and gentlemen, check this out. So, at the end of a hard week, it's great to sit down, take some time off, and watch some football. Game-winning touchdowns on two-minute drives, running backs racing down the sidelines with no one to stop them. There's nothing else like the NFL, and there's no better way to make the games even more exciting than to bet on them. Do the smart thing, guys, and go to mybookie.ag, as you see right there on the screen. No one gives you more ways to win than they do. MyBookie's got the fastest payouts and better lines than any other sports book. Don't forget, where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on, and mybookie.ag is the best in the business. It's where I play and where you should, too. So check this out. Like I t- like I told you before, man. You know they they have some really really cool amenities uh, here. It's it's uh, if you're kind of guy that likes or, or gal who likes to bet a little, win a lot, try a parlay. If your picks come through, you'll multiply your winnings. And no matter how you bet, the NFL season is the best time of 
the year. And again, uh, like I said before, you can place your bets. Here's some amenities right here. Uh, $1,000 mm-hmm. sign-up bonus, $200 referral bonus, 150% casino bonus up to $750. And handpick the most uh, and hire the most experienced guild online gaming professionals. Uh, some really, really cool stuff uh, right there. And just like I, just like I said before, uh, if you join, <clears throat> like I uh, told you before, uh, promo code is pancakes as you see right there on the screen how'd you hear about us go to podcast specify it and it is pancakes and power slams that's all you got to do simple as that promo code pancakes podcast is how you heard us and the podcast is pancakes and power slams so that's what you got to do again use promo code pancakes to activate the offer that's promo code pancakes. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. I'm not. I'm not a big fantasy guy. Uh, you know, uh, I, I, I do. I do like NFL. Eli uh, Eli Manning's getting benched, which is uh, very mm-hmm. interesting. Um, but at the same time, uh, you know, Ben Roth, Ben Roethlisberger's out for the season. Uh, the yeah. Browns aren't as good as uh, people thought they were going to be. My Titans lost by two points against the Colts this past weekend, which is unfortunate. But we got Jacksonville coming up. So, yeah. you know, there's, there's so yeah. many fun things about the NFL. MyBookie.ag is the way to go. So, it's you, uh, out, guys. you know, Jacksonville, you know, Nick Foles is out, you know, for a few weeks. Do we all still believe in Eli? Do we? You know what I mean? You know, you got Ramsey from the, the Jaguars doing the Ultimate Warriors, fussing with the GM, fussing with Vince, demanding a trade, getting mad, doing old school Michaels. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy, man. And the NFL, you know, they a little more entertaining than WWE. <laughs> yeah, well, I think there's there's a lot of things that's more entertaining than, uh, than WWE. So uh, give me your class of the champions thoughts, Evan. Or class, class of the class of champions. It's not the. It's class. Oh yeah, they got they got to take the dub because they we got to own everything. Even though they own the name, yeah. uh, Clay. Uh, because of the engine, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give class class a, a B minus. Rarely uh, close. I mean, Sasha and Becky was the best. Sasha and Becky was the best match. You know, with some botches. I don't know how long you could be knocked out. Getting hit in the shoulder with a steel chair. I'm gonna leave that alone. Where was the referees when he fought all over the arena? But didn't he want to come in all late? Um, uh, Orton and Kofi match was long. Thought I was watching the episode of 24. Fans are turning on Kofi. New days getting stale. The revival wins. That's all cool. And uh, you know, give it the Reigns. I mean, Reigns really gave a lot to Rowan. I'm really happy about that. And the Harper did a DLC. He's back. And uh, only problem, how does Seth Rollins, I mean, come on, Strowman. Bray should have came in doing him. We talked about this, Chris. Bray should have debuted in me and Avery Mark. He, everything he did, I think, was great. He should have did it in the ring. He should have protected Strowman. Yeah. How does Strowman, who makes about six Seth Rollins, burn it down, whatever, lose to three current stars and a pedigree? Agreed. Yeah. I, the, but the stuff kicks out of, of, of the shoulder boast in the beginning and the, the top rope splash and 
and like Andrew Mark said earlier, Seth couldn't kick out the glorious DDT, but he, yeah. Mm-hmm. Classic yeah. champions, I give it a B minus, mainly because of Bray. I give it a the uh, end and the, I'll say C plus. Um, you know, one thing is, you know, people say that the new day's stale, and again, I, I don't think that has anything to do with the new day. They're still one of the most highest merch sellers. People love them still. It's just bad booking for one, and then for two, um, the the new day will not be a Hall of Fame individually. You know, and and. Uh, and I think that that's the issue with putting splitting them. I think splitting them would be a terrible idea if they did that because none of mm-hmm. them will, will individually make Hall of Fame. Not at all. Um, but as an entity, absolutely. I mean, they, they will make the Hall of Fame. So it's just a matter of if you already have something good right now, just give them more riveting storylines. Give them you know, more uh, exciting things to do. Uh, their feud with the Usos were fantastic. Uh, but it's just, and then Big E, um, you know, he's, people still love Big E, man. I mean, he's a very lovable, lovable person. Um, so, you know, he's fun and and I think I would be interested to see, you know, Mm -hmm. I I love, as far as SmackDown is concerned, I love how bold he was, you know, when, when Brock came out, he was just, you know, shrugging mm-hmm. off, like, come yeah. on, you know, come on, let's do this, you know, <laughs> and I, I love that, yeah. that, was, that was really cool. That was good. This, yeah. <clears throat> this hypothetical, real quick, for about 30 seconds, I know what time, I got a piggyback, as we say in church, give a blonde take, with my buddy Lexi Express, what if AEW come out and the AEW starts doing well with all the stream? What if WWE decide, because Vince said before, to make Big E, and Lexi Express talk, hit me up, she sent me an email off air. What if, like she said, they turn Big E heel? And he go at the Kofi for the championship, no, and he split them up. No. I mean, it, it, I mean. No. Done it before. I know the merchandise, but it it, see, it will be a shot. See, that's that's the issue. That's that's the issue with these knee jerk, you know, type of uh, booking. Like uh-huh. that that would be absolutely terrible. Because first of all, Biggie hasn't. They haven't developed Biggie's character enough to make him a a, a world title contender as a heel. He's a likable person. Uh, he's mm-hmm. a really he's a really good baby face, and you know it, that would just be a really really bad idea. There's why why would you break up the new day? And we saw what Biggie's run was as a singles before, and and, and it's not like it's not like WWE's going for for once. They're going to say, oh, well, we're actually going to push this person to the moon. And we're actually going to do right with them. They they've done right with New Day. It's just that a lot of people don't have enough patience to realize that, you know, this 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 is a faction. I mean, that's just who they are. Why why break something that's, you know, why, if it ain't broke, don't fix it type of thing. And I think if you if you turn Biggie heel, that will last for a hiccup. WWE is not good with developing developing characters. There's no way that, you know, that would work as far as um, continuing to make him a, a, a credible heel. And, and I think that would be a, a really bad call if they if they did that. Because 
Hill Big E won't make it to the Hall of Fame. So, but the New Day will make it to the Hall of Fame. Um, there's some good Ask Chris questions that I that I just that I missed. So uh, let's go there. Um, Cody says, uh, "Yeah, uh, talking uh-huh. about Big Cass. What do you think about his situation? Feels like he needs someone like DDP to reach out for him." Um. So what's going on with Big Cass now? I know that he got in real good shape and uh, came back for an indie stuff. Uh, Triple H uh, denounced that he was going to come back, um, that him and Enzo was going to come back. Um, oh, yeah, 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 the police stuff, uh, the WrestlePro event, um, the Joey Janela stuff. Okay. Got it. He's not been ar- arrested. Okay, not going to elaborate at all. So, Joey Janela made a tweet. Let me read this tweet here. <clears throat> yeah, we just hope that, uh, you know, Big Cass definitely gets through, uh, you know, what he's dealing with. Um, not going to elaborate at all on this whole deal besides that it was probably the bizarre, the bizarre situation I've ever seen, let alone been a part of in a wrestling locker room in 15 years. Everything was cordial and friendly and f- Friday, and I hope the dude gets back on the right track, is what Joey Janela mm-hmm. said. Um, so, uh, David Bixenspan uh, shot down the rumors and said that there was no arrest. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Russell Pro. There's no video. Okay, here, Bizcast removed poli- by police. Okay, he was removed by police, it says. He apologized for apologizes for it. Um, okay, so here's an apology here. Uh, he says, uh, I've been honest with my past struggles. To my fans and all concerned, I've been very honest with my past struggles. And it's been an ongoing battle. On Saturday night, I obviously let my demons get the better of me. And I ruined an important night for me. Uh, a really great guy in an unfortunate series of events. I've worked incredibly hard to get where I am and even harder to overcome my ongoing battle with depression. But I will work my absolute hardest to right the wrongs on Saturday night and apologize to Kevin Matthews, Pat Buck, Joey Janela, the entire WrestlePro locker room, and all the parties involved from the bottom of my heart. I'm getting help from family and friends as we speak, and we will be getting professional and will be getting professional help in the near future. And ask all to please respect my privacy in the meantime. When and if I reemerge as a public figure, it will be in good faith. And I hope to inspire those who struggle with the same mental issues as I do seek the help they need. If Tyson Fury can do it, so can I. Remember, I ain't dead yet. And neither are you. Peace and love, William Patrick Morrison III. Very, very interesting stuff, man. Well, I am a uh, certified life coach, uh, Cass, and I um, <clears throat> I would love to help you if uh, if you're listening to this. Uh, hit me up. I would love to help. Um, yeah, very. very uh, PW Insider said uh, he started acting aggressive and erratic with talent backstage. Yeah. Approach, approached Joey Janela in a threatening manner. <clears throat> um. Looking to start a fight over the, um, over his uh, Janela's beef with Enzo. 
Uh, very tough stuff, but <clears throat> definitely pray uh, that he works through these things. And faith is the key, man. You know, what I mean, you can go through this all the time, but you need much uh -huh. more. You need you need much more than yourself to to go through this. Yeah. And, uh, you know, <clears throat> it's this is a uh, this is this is something that only Jesus can, uh, can fix. Um, you can keep going. I mean. You can keep going back and forth, man. You know how unashamed I am about the gospel. That's you can keep going back and forth, man. But yeah, uh, you will always be uh, tempted to to go back to those thoughts of if you were yeah, as, gotta, as, as much more. You gotta gotta have a whatever help you can get. Have a good support system to talk to life coach, talk to a therapist. You know your pastor. Yeah. Any any. No, not 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 pushing our our anybody listening. I'm pushing listening live. Even we'll listen to this archive next week, next year, next month. Whatever religion you are, whatever your spiritual belief is, you gotta have a spiritual support. You gotta have a well, support it's, system it's, it's, yourself. It's much, it's much more than that, man. You know, what I mean, like yeah. it's not about pushing. It's about <clears throat> you know uh, yeah. understanding personally what. Mm. What it what what uh, is it is it's helped me and uh, oh yeah I, you know I, I you can't do it alone. I'm unashamed of the gospel, man. So it's yeah, uh, and I'm and I'm really big into apologetics. So I you know listen, <laughs> I love y'all, but uh, you know uh, I'm not going to compromise my faith for my fan base for sure. And yeah. I'm going to be very vocal and very, uh, very uh, open about what Jesus has done for me. Uh, and I and, yeah. I and I pray and I hope that uh, uh, that Cass yeah. uh, gets that help. Gets 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 help too, for sure. Yeah, um, because it's, you, you know it's it's uh, you call it proselytizing yeah. if you want to. So be it. But um, you know, at the same time, man, we we. We we can't sit here and pity Pat with with stuff like this for sure. You can't because we I mean. you can't do it alone. You can't. We 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 know you you know us been in the business six years. You know doing radio, doing media seven years for you. Angry Mark being a wrestler. I think somebody else on the chat said he was in the business too. We all know people professionally and personally that's dealt with depression, that's died of depression, that that's dealt with it. So. You know, we know what Jesus has done for your life. I know what he's done for my life and my battles. Um, and you, you can't do it alone. We talked a lot about, you know, Chris off air. And especially if you admit any type of pride you have. If you need help, you got Chris. He's a certified life coach. Yeah. I've done counseling for over 10 years from college. You know, I'm here. Whatever help you can get, rehab, anything, spiritual base, your pastor, Jesus, it, can't do it alone. Yep. We were here today because of what Jesus has done for me in my life, personally and professionally, for what Jesus has done in your life, Chris. If it wasn't for him, we won't be here talking today. 100%. And now that's being straight up, if you're saying the wrestling business, that's a straight up shoot. Yeah, that's a shoot. That's, that's, a that's shoot. legit. That's a shoot. So, the guy I pray for cash. Yeah, I got you. I, I, I really pray he, he battles through this and gets the help he needs. Yep. Absolutely. Lexi's asking, do you believe that the angle with the four horsewomen will pan out with current bookings or should WWE infuse new blood? 
Good question. Of course, I expect it to be a good question from Lexi. Um, I'm just I'm not buying it, man, because there's not, you know, again, this here's the issue. Here's the issue. Uh, Cody, uh, let's let's talk. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk after the show. Uh, I saw. I, I see that comment there. I'm interested in, uh, mm-hmm. in diving more into that with you, Cody. Um, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, as far as the as far as the uh, the horse moment is concerned, um, yeah, I just I'm not I, I'm not buying this. I, I'm just not buying what I see. Because it's still weird to have Charlotte as a babyface. Uh, it's still weird to see Bailey as a heel. I don't mind the heel turn at all. Um, yeah, Cody, if you if you're on face, I don't know if you're on Facebook. And invite me as a Facebook friend and message me. Uh, I think that's the best way to do it. Um, yeah, but as far as uh, ba- Bailey, they, they've really booked her badly as a heel. Um, because it's just she's kind of it's, it's weird because she's still affiliated with Sasha and they and Sasha just made the big heel turn. And so she's it's kind of like second fiddle to, uh, to 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 Sasha Banks because she just she was the one who just made the big heel turn. And then Bailey made the heel turn, too. And she's just kind of getting shrouded by the Sasha heel turn. And uh, she still she just she still does everything. Like her, her gimmick now is, I'm a heel because Sasha Banks is my best friend. Like, she, but she still comes out with the inflatables. She still got you. She still comes out with the high fives. What she kind of does is smart, snarky. It's like, it's like they try to. Uh. It's it's like they try to they're trying to do with Bailey what they did with Sammy when he first turned. It really worked with Sammy, like when he first turned as a heel and he was just like over the top. That was fantastic. Uh, but <laughs> at the same time, uh, it's like they're trying to do that with Bailey, but it's just not working. Not it's not working at all. Um, <clears throat> but at the same time, it's like. You don't mind heel Bailey is what Tammy's saying. I don't mind. See, I I don't mind Bailey being a heel, but I do mind how they're booking her. That's that's the issue for me. And I don't think Charlotte needs to. I do agree with that part, Tammy. Don't don't make Charlotte a babyface again. That's uh, terrible. I, I I'm not a big fan of that. Uh, and then Becky, it's like, just this the man gimmick is just weird. Like you like she she what was is the, she. Right, right. She was she was She's the like man that. because she was against the grain because she was overlooked. Right, that was over a year ago. So she turned at SummerSlam 2018 because she felt like she was being overlooked. So because she was overlooked, the fans became a fan of hers, even though she was a heel and and doing heelish things. Fans turned her back to babyface, and now. They're just kind of like in a limbo stage, you know. It, it was just, it's just, it's just really weird how they're how they're plugging her. Uh, just, uh, just like a boo bear. Yeah, uh, is I uh, you we what is Seth Robbins? We don't know. And sadly, with with Becky, 
being a man, we, we don't know her M.O. We don't know her motive. We don't know if she, ever since, ever since, right, right when they added Charlotte to that triple threat at Mania, you know, we were there. From that point on, Becky Steen just start dying every week. And when Becky won the title, it was like, okay, good. And then it died after that. Yeah. And when they paired it with Seth, it definitely died because it was like, what are we doing? Now, that was terrible. Now they don't even, yeah, they don't even mention it now. I mean, we know that the Galabadee, they don't even talk about it much on TV. So she's in that weird because it was a purgatory. Bust. Because it was a bust. It was like, they, why, why would you even try to set that up to make that even credible? And 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 Seth Rollins would say some stupid stuff like what she said. I'm like, oh gosh, dude, stop! Like it just it just looks corny. It just looks really really corny. So let me address a few of these questions before we get to the headlines. We're gonna zoom past the headlines too because I really want to watch Hell in a Cell. Um, that was the flavor of the week this week is the Hell in a Cell watch party. Um, so I want to allow at least about 20 minutes to do that. <clears throat> um, all right, let me see what other questions we have. I know the, okay. Ryan's asking, what do you think of a possible Brock Lesnar, WWE champ versus the Fiend Bray Wyatt universal championship match of this year's Survivor Series? No, I don't want it <clears throat> because again, first of all, we don't want Bray Wyatt to be cheered because he's a heel. So we why we don't want to cheer heels. That's the point of a heel. Like you, like you guys need to understand. I watched the Sasha Banks uh, Chronicle thing, and it wasn't it wasn't too bad. It was it was okay. It was okay. But one thing I do respect that she said is that she was happy that people were booing her at the end of the night at the at the end of the segment. That's exactly what heels want you to do. Heels, if if WWE says. You're going to be a bad guy. You're going to be a heel. A heel should. Now, a lot of people don't anymore. That's a lot of times in the indies. But that just takes a... Like, to me, if, you do, if you're a heel and you don't want people to boo you, that's selfish. Because it takes the heat away from the baby face. At the, mm-hmm. end, of the, at the end of the day, right. no matter how... What road you want to go with this, at the end of the day, the baby face gets the last laugh. That's exactly how pro wrestling should be. That's how comic books are. That's how storylines are. Drama series, movies, whatever you want to video you games, on it. video games, whatever you want to put in there. At the end of the day, the baby face gets the last laugh. The baby face gets the comeuppance and gets the final uh, straw. Uh, I, I agree, Cody. Uh, MJF is uh, a very, very good heel. Um. But here's here's the 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 format with anything, <laughs> comic books, movies, anything, wrestling, whatever. The 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 bad guy gets all the heat. Everybody hates the bad guy. Hates the bad guy. Hates the bad guy. And then he draws so much heat that he gets he 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 hands it over to the babyface, who takes that heat away from him because, uh, because they got their comeuppance. Uh, and so if you're a heel and you want to get cheered, you totally miss the mark 
you totally missed the point. As a heel, you should want people to hate you. Like, go back and watch, uh, you know, and listen to all the archive episodes that I've had with, uh, you know, different people like Jake Roberts and so forth. Like, you want people to hate you as a heel because what you're doing is you're saying, I want people to hate me so much because at the end of the day, I want to put this baby face over. And the reason why heels become champions because they get rewarded for making people hate them so much. That's the reason why. Because at the end of the day, even the heel as champion mm-hmm. is still going to let the baby face get the last laugh. It's all about is more money. J.J. Dillon has taught me a lot of people. It's more money in the chase. You have a heel champion and you have the baby face go after hot. How often did Austin really win the title? Austin was always chasing after Vince, or Vince after him, and it was always when Austin was not really the underdog, but he was going and going, Sting and Flair, or Steamboat and Flair, or if it was Dusty, or even, you know, the Mad Dogs back in the day, or what have you. Every hero has to have a great hail. Batman is great, but there's the Joker. Superman is great, but there's Lex Lethal, if you add Brainiac. Anything, the Avengers was great because of Thanos. you got to have a great heel. If you really think of it, Sasha loves being healed as great. And nowadays it's really hard because everybody's sensitive and all this PR stuff all got to be a heel. You have even more tools with social media. Look at Jericho. Look at the people that keep reinventing themselves that you can use to be even more of a heel. So it's good Sasha says she likes to be booed. Yep. I mean, really think about it. In WWE specifically, what true heels do you really have? Corbin, really. Corbin is it. That's really because what is Bray? You don't know. Is Bray a good guy? Yeah, a bad guy. Well, he's he's clearly a heel. Right. But fans aren't treating him that way, which is right. So and then the old people, you know, the the good old faithful Taker doesn't matter. Cena doesn't matter. You know, you know, whatever they do, they're going to get shit. You know, they're at the point where it don't matter what they do. Yeah. But besides Corbin, what true hell do you have in WWE? That said, Bray's a hill, but you channel. But the Seth Rollins, we don't know. Look at the women. Bayley's a hill, but she's kind of delusional. She's still got the same, the same creepy Illuminati um, hand figure, hug things, whatever you call them things. Sasha's a hill. Okay, cool. What is Charlotte? She's a hill. But yet she's going against Bailey. That's a heel, but Bailey did a heel move to beat Charlotte, so that technically default puts her back as a baby face. But then she's still really a heel. It's she sad. Is, so you too, need just too good heels. <laughs> it's just too confusing. Um, right. Daniel said uh, Flair was a monster heel and an elevated sting. Um, exactly. You know that's that's exactly right. I've, I've alluded that to. I've, I've alluded to that plenty of times, and I agree with you hundred percent. Um, yeah, it is anybody, man. I mean, it's just, <clears throat> and that, it was we mentioned this thing of Flair a lot. Steamboat was great because he had Flair. He had other people again. When Sting was around at the Flair left, Vader was a monster heel. Leaving Luger, Harley Race, yep. even Hogan. We love Hogan. Why? Because there was Slaughter, and he had King Kong Bundy and Andre the Giant, and and you know Piper. It, it every. And you look at comic books, even in football. Yep. 
you got the Hills. Look at the Patriots. No one likes the Patriots unless you're from Boston. <laughs> that, you know what I mean? That's Patriots the awesome are the Hills. Hills for sure. That's right. The they are, like the Yankees. They're all the awesome Hills. Nobody likes them unless you're from the city or the state. Yep. That's it. Yep, indeed. So, all right. Uh, Michael's asking the hardest battle you overcame this week. Uh, hardest battle that I overcame. What was it? What was it? He asked the hardest battle that I overcame this week. Uh, what was yours? Oh no, yeah. Uh, I think uh, just being tired, just being busy. Um, uh, I came, man. I, I oof, man. I was so tired before the show because <laughs> I was just so busy today. And so, uh, uh. but uh, yeah, I, I, I've definitely got much more energy than I did like five minutes before the show. So I'm good. All right. Uh, let's see what we have. Uh, yes, Ron. Christian myself. That's awesome, man. Um, let's chat. Uh, Ryan. Uh, gas pain was mine. Dealing with severe gas pain was the hardest bed I've dealt with so far. Oh, no. Um, all right, so I think we're good. All right, real quick, guys. Uh, let's let's hurry up. WWE will put anyone to sleep. PMP is way more entertaining, Cody says. <laughs> My man, <laughs> as uh, Leo Russ would say. My man. <laughs> Speaking of that, oh Bobby man, did he miss him now? Um, Bobby Lashley should be coming back. He was, he's supposed to be back in November, I think it was. All right, headlines. Here we go. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So, real quick, let's just zoom past these. Co- uh, uh, Cedric Alexander. Cedric Alexander. So there's reports that Vince McMahon wants to bury Cedric Alexander. Now, I know that Melcher said it, but I don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how much uh, Chris serves up fresh pancakes New Day does. <laughs> I like that. That was funny. Uh, <laughs> although I love the New Day, but that was funny. I like it. Um, yeah, uh, real quick, man, listen. Uh, I don't, I know that this is kind of Paul Heyman's pet project. And there's also reports that he did raw by himself because they were gone. They did some production meetings. And so, um, you know, Paul Heyman kind of took the whole thing. Um, but at the same time, I think, you know, I think it was pretty, pretty decent show as far as raw was concerned. I think it was more. I'm like they how they incorporated Kane and and how uh, um, they you know at the end where where he you know Kane put him over in a sense, um, but but here's the thing, man. I, I don't know if I'm buying this. I, I just I don't know. I, I'm not necessarily buying this. This has been this has been Paul Heyman's prep, pet project. And uh, we did see, uh, you know, Cody, we, we did see AJ beat him like in a squash match on um, on the class of champions. Uh, you know, we got word that um, that AJ had to uh, leave for a family issue. I'm not, you know, that's not this. I mean, that hasn't been confirmed 
but we did hear word of that. Um, but I don't know. It, it, it does seem like they're not pushing them anymore. It, it does seem like they just automatically halted them. But I'm not buying the fact that Vince McMahon wants to bury Cedric Alexander. Like, he intentionally wants to bury. Like, why would you want to bury someone that you're like you, you're spending money on someone to hire them? And, you know, from what I've from what I mean, I've had Cedric Alexander on the show before. I've talked to him. On the show, off off air, uh, I know people who know him. Uh, I've had two people who have. I've had Cedric Alexander. I've had Caprice Coleman on the show. They talk a lot. I've had George South on the show. He helped train Cedric Alexander. So I've heard some good things about Cedric Alexander as a person. But here's the problem. Um Cedric Alexander isn't uh, they he's just there's there's no character that he just has nothing like attached to him like I'm not it's just like he comes out he's a solid solid competitor but then it's just that's it you know so I'm not I'm not sold on I'm not sold on Seth uh, Cedric Alexander for the fact that there's no character that comes with him. I'm a character guy. You got to have good character to to keep me sucked in. He's the he, he's the athletic black man. The same thing that Apollo Crews is. Unfortunately. And, and that's exactly what it is. I from what I what I got from someone inside, reliable source. They want me to mention their name, which I rarely do. Cedric got some heat in the back because of how going he is and uh, how he is backstage. And that's why Vince must have buried him. So I, I've met with Cedric and talked to him uh, getting other times on uh, HDs and they said Caprice Coleman and everybody else definitely loves him. But you know, the problem is with, you know this, we've seen it. Unless you're on... The as we joke, the legends here, or as we joke in comic books, the gods here, to where you're, you're untouchable. If you're vocal, if you're too vocal, sweet in your mind, they're going to bury you. Look at Ziggler. So, you know, from what I'm getting from our liable source, it's pretty much how Cedric is. He's high, you know, he's real outgoing, and he's very vocal. So, I guess Vinny Mac and him don't like it. So, and we've seen it. In the View Chase Shamrock, he said the same exact thing. He was too vocal. He smoked his lawn too much. That's why he didn't get pushed the way he did after a while. He just, that's yeah. getting a bad thing. You speak your mind. If that's the, <laughs> the only thing is, if that's the case, Cedric, you need to pipe down, dude. Like, if that is, if yeah. that is true, if that is true, he needs to pipe down because he definitely isn't nowhere near in the total, on the totem pole to be yeah. able to say anything like that. <laughs> But then the, the problem is, you, you think, is Cedric's great talent, great matches with AJ. Look at Apollo Crews. But like you said, where's the character at? The, the, like like Rogers has said on my show, and none of you talked to him. If you don't, and he, and he even said this when 205 Live just started. And then when Andy Mark already said back in March that 205 was going to die. Rip Rogers has said, hey, why should we care about these guys when WWE doesn't even care enough to give you a reason to care Correct. about them? Correct. 
and that's a good point. Yep. So Cedric, athletic black dude, that's all we know. You had Alicia Fox for about two weeks as a manager. We still don't know why she was yeah, managing you. And, you know, then they, they pushed it to, you know, with the whole captain gimmick or whatever it was. So, yeah. and that's the thing. God give us a reason. They pushing Seth Robbins down our throat. We still don't know what he's been for the past since the shit. I watch wrestling for character. I can watch wrestling anywhere. Exactly. Uh, exactly, right. So, speaking of wrestling, Ali, they want to give this guy a major push. Um, again, again, man, it's just a, dis- it, 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 it's a disconnect for me with Ali. I've said this before. I just... I I just I, I'm not interested in watching wrestling for wrestling's sake. I'm just not interested in that. I mean, I can watch that. Uh, you know, at my I'm a mental health specialist at a at a at a school at a, at a uh, middle school. I can watch that in the gym. You know, what I mean, like there's just I'm not, I don't I I don't care. I, I don't I don't care about watching wrestling for wrestling's sake. Give me characters. Give me that comic book come to life type of uh, type of feel to it. And although Ali tries to uh, tries to come out with like a Mortal Kombat type of thing, there's just a disconnect, man. Uh, what I, I, I don't, are I don't, you? I don't know. I don't know what in the world he is. is I, I don't even know what you, he is. <laughs> what what are we? We was. What, what, what was it, Chris? In New Orleans, many in New Orleans. You and I, lovely, love of my life, my fiance, was, was, he sat there. He came up with the Sub-Zero joint. Remember, we was like, what is this? Okay, cool. We didn't know what it was. And now you, you, you got the Sub-Zero mask, which Mortal Kombat's coming out from the movie, by the way, anybody listening. And then you wear a Sub-Zero thing. You wrestle... You got the little, like, I guess, like, the Tony Stark Iron Man beam in your hand. For what? Then you got a promo. You just hanging out the alley like you homeless. So you sitting around in bus benches looking at, like, what are you? (laughs) It's like, are you you trying to find yourself? You wearing a hoodie. You hanging out in the alley. You sitting on a park bench. You looking at people catch the bus and get, like, we we don't know. So, like, we don't know what are you. Are you a mythical creature? Fantastic beast? I don't know what in the world they're trying to do, what they want to do. And they, they just keep trying to go back and forth with this guy. I, really good in the ring, but it's just, there's just certain people for certain things. Like, like for instance, someone like a uh, uh, Yoshi Tatsu, right? He was really good in the ring. I really liked Yoshitatsu uh, when he was uh, competing in, in the WWE. But there's no way that I expected Yoshitatsu to be, like, Intercontinental Champion. You know what I mean? Like, there's just certain times where you just got to appreciate being in the WWE. I know that everybody, and i said this a lot, and I agree with, uh, and, and I still stand by it. You should, everybody who's in the business... Uh, I think, you know, there's there's been so many people who um, have said this who were wrestlers. If you're in the business, you should always aim to be WWE champion. Uh, but here's the problem. Um, 
there's development and character that you don't want to get to the point where people just don't even care from the very beginning because they're not <laughs> buying into your right. character. You know what I mean? And it's just right. That's where Ali is, man. Unfortunately, really good in the ring. You know, give him mad props to the ring, but WWE just needs to do better with uh, developing him before they say, "Oh, okay, we're going to give him a push because we like how he is uh, backstage and we like how he is in the ring." That doesn't it, translate it, to fandom. That doesn't translate to fan reaction. I don't it, care about how you are. But like the fans don't look backstage and be like, "We're going to okay, he's nice backstage." Oh, perfect. We're going to get behind him because he's really cool backstage. That's the it, terrible it, it, way. <laughs> right. It's so funny because li- listen to what we're saying now with, with the IWC. <clears throat> we're talking about how wrestlers need character. You have to be more than just Russell. You got to appeal to the masses. Go back to the Monday Night Wars. Anybody listening that, that's, that's old enough, not, not, not just by physical age, but that's old enough for us being your wrestling age. You know, I call it your wrestling age for us when you got to wrestling. Because some people could be 50, but their wrestling age could be 10. And you start watching 10 years ago. They said it may not relate to the Monday Night Wars. Remember everybody's getting on WCW? You got to push Bill Wall. You got to push Eddie. You see Hogan all the time. We see Savage. We see Sting. We see Flash. Shut your mouth. That's why they were on top because they had characters. People wanted to watch. Now, with Deception the Jerks, Deception the Jerks, right. I was going to say, if you think about it with Eddie, the Radicals Eddie just wasn't over. Right, exactly. Latino Heat Eddie was over. Got over. Right, because he had a Benoit. I mean, I mean, and, and it's the same thing. Now, granted, Jericho was great, and we we know that history. But it was like, come on, remember Dean Malenko? I mean, I mean, oh, and, and prayers for him because he does, you know, he's done with Parkinson's. But he he was great, but no charisma. He just was a good wrestler. No. So now we're saying the same thing. People got w, on WCW about with WWE. Yep. You want to push this person? What about the character? Love to hate him. Captain Full Kids John Cena got probably one of the biggest pops in Mania when he came out. It's Thugonomics because his character. Right. Roman Reigns, love him or hate him, he has a character. The big dog. That's his character. <laughs> yeah, I can't uh, say that. But you know, the big this dog. Re- <laughs> this right, wrestler was known as the loose cannon. This wrestler was known as the loose cannon. <laughs> Right, let's zoom through this stuff. Uh, Taz, he, he was great too. Taz, um, he wants to. He's interested in returning to commentary. Now he said he's been talking to a few wrestling companies about it. Hasn't locked anything down, but uh, good job, Cody. Brian Pillman, uh, definitely, a, definitely a character right there. Next trivia question: What year did the uh, Killer Bees debut in the WWE? <clears throat> My, my my good old brother Brian Blair. Yeah, good dude, man. Um, too easy, Cody says. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, yeah. I hope Taz goes to ROH and AEW. Hmm. I, because we we don't we don't need him back in E. Because if he goes to E. It's going to be similar to the Patriots getting Antonio Brown. It's going to be WWE trying to get everybody to get so can't nobody else get them. Well, I mean, you already got 
all enough comment. I mean, granted, the commentating isn't great in WWE, it's not. but I think, I mean, AEW got Ross. But I, they I, got wouldn't, I wouldn't mind it though, because they have because they they have uh, Jim Ross and Excalibur, and then uh, Tony the Mask dude, right? Yeah, that's Excalibur. Yeah, and so and who's uh, the other dude? Uh, uh, Alex uh, Mor- Morvez. Um, yeah, they can replace him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what was his name? Alex. Uh, Alex something. Alex. Uh, yeah, Marvez. Alex Marvez. Um. Yeah, but um, they have another guy too. I forgot. But they just uh, brought in Tony Schiavone though. Um, yeah, nineteen eighty-five. If I didn't say it before. Uh, but I think ta- I think Taz will fit good in NXT. I, I would take. I would say out with Renee Young. Um, they don't want they don't want uh, Corey to be on two brands too. So they'll have a slot open for either Raw or SmackDown for that second purse for that uh, color commentator. So they'll have a. Uh, They'll have a slot open, but I think Taz and Morrow, I, I, to me, that combination seems fun. So I think Taz, Morrow, and, and Nigel McGuinness, I think that that would be pretty cool to see him in NXT. So I would definitely be interested in that. Uh, all right, so let's uh, let's hurry up and get these Raw and SmackDown reviews. Raw and SmackDown reviews. Um, <laughs> Taz makes over six figures doing his podcast. He does a great job. At it. So, hopefully, he can still do that if he goes to yeah, WWE I, I or any way he goes. He does a great job. I mean, you know, he does. He does a great job. That's about podcast, man. Arn Anderson, Arn won't be Arn anymore. Arn got a podcast now. Good girl. We, we should just do a whole show on how many podcasts have started as since you and I've been doing, on, doing professional media. About 760. Yeah, Lillian Garcia got one. Yeah, hers is actually pretty good. Yeah, hers is uh, good, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, everybody has a, has a podcast. I'll be happy to have her here. It's boss time or the big dog ever again. Yeah, that's, or the blueprint. <laughs> what do you call it? Is it the blueprint? What do you call it? Yeah, that's. That's the thing. No, what what happened? That's the thing. What whatever happened to the PowerPoint backgrounds used to use back in the early nineties? Remember, everybody had their own fonts and stuff. Like Ultimate Warrior had is Sergeant Slaughter and the Killer B. Yeah. Bring that back. Now we got to see these ugly 3D, 4 They don't even look right. Ever 4K UHD TV. Don't even come off right. Yeah. Everybody got 3D graphics. Roman Reigns got the pit bull from Looney Tunes on there. And then you got uh, Boss Time and Alexa Bliss with the little Miss Yuck face. And uh. By the way, a lot of people are complaining about the network, the streaming issues when it came to Clash. Okay. So... There's about the second pay-per-view in a row. A lot of people have been complaining about the quality of the streaming for the network. So, WWE uh, better. What are your thoughts on our Raw and SmackDown, guys? Raw and SmackDown. Let's hurry up and do Raw and SmackDown, and then we'll bring out uh, Hell in a Cell. We only have uh, about 10 uh, stuff. Raw was okay. I think Raw was, I give Raw a B-. minus. I think Raw was actually yeah. decent. I think uh, Good Way oh, to Kane. 
surprised to see Brock on SmackDown. Uh, that would be interesting. Uh, October 4th will be the first match that he's had in 15 years uh, on, on uh, TV. On SmackDown. Uh, uh, no, on TV, period. He's not his uh, – when he returned in 2012, he had uh, – he's not wrestled on Raw and SmackDown in, in over eight years, eight and a half years since he – well, seven and, half, seven and a half years since he returned. Baby Brock. And he left in 2004. So March of 2004 was the same. Was the last match that he had on TV. So that's been uh, 15 and a half years. So they wanted to bring their guns out with the Fox move. So that definitely did the case. That's for sure. <laughs> so, I, I liked them in SmackDown. I didn't think SmackDown was bad. I really liked the ending too. Uh, SmackDown was decent. Um, I don't know. The Bludgeon Brothers thing, man, I'm not buying into um, I'm tired of all these Bludgeon Brothers uh, uh, incarnations. Um, so I don't know. Uh, obviously, you know they brought Luke Harper back, and it's like, man, eh, eh. <laughs> like I, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm not necessarily buying into um, them bringing the Bludgeon Brothers back again. Uh, are they going to push them as a tag team? The Revival's the tag team champions right now. So what does that even mean? Um, so, yeah. I don't even know why this is. I don't even know why they're screening that, David, for, I mean, Daniel. Um, there's no cussing in it. So I don't even know why they're screening it. But I unscreened it. I end up pushing it through with Daniel. Um, all right, so real quick, Raw, let's see what you got. Let me keep, keep going up and up and up and up. Okay, uh, let's start with, uh, um, Ryan says Raw B minus, SmackDown C minus, Brandon Raw B, SmackDown B, Mo says Raw A and SmackDown B. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Raw C plus, SmackDown C. Um, GSP didn't like Raw. <laughs> D SmackDown B plus. <laughs> it was uh, uh fun note when Brock last wrestled 2004 of March. These events happened: the Pittsburgh Penguins ended their 14 game losing streak in the NHL by visiting the New York Islanders. The Fighting Temptations won outstanding motion picture. <laughs> New Democ. New Democracy wins national elections in Greece. Uh, here you go. Uh, here you go for the song. Um, S- the 45th SEC men's basketball tournament in Kentucky beats Florida 89-73. And my Maryland Terps, ACC men's defeated number five Duke 95-87. Whack. 2004, what were we all doing? I was in college. Uh, yeah. Well, Man. This is the last time Brock wrestled <laughs> SmackDown. Yep. March uh, the second, two thousand four, was the last uh, SmackDown match. Uh, he beat Hardcore Holly. Then we broke his neck in two minutes. So, uh, yeah. yeah, one Iraq was that day too. One Iraq Al Qaeda carries out. Mm. Uh, sadly, the massacre in Iraq killing one hundred and seventy and wounding wounding. Over 500. Wow. wow. Yeah. But um, a blast in the past, 
Alright, so uh, let's see. Let me find some real quick uh, for the flavor of the week for the uh, watch party. Uh, it, did y'all love the accuracy of Luke Hopper when he threw whatever that was and it landed on top of the top rope and bounced off yeah, back I in the know, ring? I noticed that. Too. <laughs> yeah, I think it was one of the monitors. A lot of this. Yeah, I noticed that too. I was like, uh, that's, some, that's some precision right there, man. Um, all right, let's see. The Bludgeon Brothers. Ugh, no thanks. <laughs> the music is nice, though. I, 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 I like do, I like roll music. I did say that. I did. I did mention that. I I, I do like the uh, the the the, um, the music. So, Hell in a Cell Watch Party has to be taken throwing mankind off through the cell. See, the thing is, I only we only have about five minutes, so uh, it has to be some um, quick. So here we go. Flavor of the week. Let's go. It is now time for the flavor of the week. All right, so let's do. That's to be something really fast. Ah, oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Let's do this one here. Let's do this one here. You know, it's funny because that, that famous line came from when Devon Dudley defeated Triple H on SmackDown. Oh, man. All right, let's see what we got. Preacher Devon. Quick. All right. Such a big gimmick. Here we go, guys. And look at Mark Henry. Again, this time slamming him outside the ring. Well, there's your space. Oh, JR. And uh, Randy Orton just got wasted on the space. Oh, wow. Listen to Randy moaning. Moaning. The only good thing for the right that you can't be beat and lose outside. Is that Henry? Can't win the title either. Hey, yeah. I forgot about this list. Jim Ross, Michael Cole, none, and Booker T. Have had the power, the force, and intensity oh, man. of Mark Henry. It is a we devastating got, I, maneuver. Maybe I'll watch this for Oh, oh man, you Mark know, look at T. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You can only win via pinfall or something. It's business, you know. My man, D.B. D.B.R.I.D. D.B.R.I.D. That running oh, power slam, those steps are as legal as the, the power slam, but the match has got to end. This is you know what, the Mark, they really pushed yeah, Henry, Henry a lot, the whole back thing, in the ring, take the dick Because he beat him at Night of Champions. That's really what it's all about. He did. You know, Henry was like Jason for Friday the 13th. He never ran. He always caught up with him. <laughs> he never ran. He's a well started man, but... Mark Henry right now... Uh, so that's the good thing about Big Heels. You don't even have to do much. Just stand there and get booed. Look at me. Yeah, I like the commentators. Make you look at me. Henry was one of the last great heels. 
Now, Chris, in 2004, was your, was your dreads the same as the same you back then? You gotta be kidding me. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, actually, that's that's the year I started my locks. It was 2004. I can't even imagine you with a regular cut, Chris. Keep it. Me either. <laughs> nah, I don't see myself cutting my hair at all. If I do, it's... Uh, I don't know. I don't. I just. I don't see myself cutting my hair. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is before Orton got born. Cody at. This is before Orton got born. <laughs> got born. <laughs> before or after. Uh, I, I did have. I did have a '95 Booker T box. I sure did. Man, I've had a bunch of hair. I've had a bunch of hair stuff. Like I really have. Like it just. Did you have the Gumby? Uh no, I never had the Gumby. I, never I had, had the Shag though. Um, I had. I never told this story. Or, this this is a first. Not I've never told this story on my own show in over six years. I've never said it to anybody publicly. Been on TV. I actually had the Shag, the little rat tail bush because of Sting in 1988. And I don't even think I ever told you that, Chris. Uh, There's a picture somewhere. Had the little rat tail, like the little puff thing, the shag, whatever you call it, the little, the little puff ball, the cotton ball in the back of my head. That's funny. Begged my mother, my late mother, to get my hair cut <laughs> because Sting had it. Nineteen eighty-eight, and I got it cut and lasted for a week, and then I got a shape. <laughs> I got it cut off. Yes. Uh, thank you, Demo. So there you go. Uh, that's funny. No, I'm not keeping. <laughs> and for you guys, the great fans of Tankers and Power fans, thought I, you know, drop a pipe bomb, if yeah. you will. I've had a lot of uh, different things, man. Um, I, have all, I had all types of stuff, man. Really, uh, I had a a box back in the nineties. Yeah. Yep. I brought the S curl back uh, in, in high school. I had a, in middle school, I had a box, and I had a fade for a long time, for a while. And then I brought the S curl in high school, and then I had like a, uh, uh, I had like spikes, like right after high school, and then I went to like a Lenny Kravitz type of. Like I would always cut, I would always color my hair too. So I would dye my hair. I had like auburn, cinnamon, blondish, like dirty blonde. Like I would like this was like 20 years ago. And so uh, yeah, so I went to that, and I had like a red Lenny Kravitz type of just nappy fro, like on the top. Oh um, man. Yeah, my high school pictures, Mo, it's just a fade, clean cut fade. For my, I started like I think it was like after my junior year is when I just started having all types of stuff. You you never you, you never got the Moore's Day, the little pine joint. Nope, never. Um, hard work. Like I, I had the hard work. Mostly, I had the hard work. Bobby Walker on part in my head. I used to get parts in my head. Yeah, I have parts. You know, I used to have parts on the sides. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
but yeah, uh, amazing believer. Welcome to the show. Hell in a Cell shall be very interesting. We'll see. We'll see. Hopefully, it makes All right, ladies and gentlemen, starting time to land the plane. It's been a wonderful show. Thank you to my buddy Trinisha uh, for being on this rocket con, being on the show, and with uh, here. Uh, but yeah, after that, after the nappy fro, I started to grow it out. And uh, actually, I had braids for a while. I had braids for a long time, right? That was my, my do right before um, getting um, uh, getting locks. And I started my locks in 2004, I believe. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. 390 episodes in the books. Wowzers. <laughs> Good stuff. He can cut. Just promise me, Chris, don't let your hair turn into Stevie Wonder, please. No, yeah, what's worse, Chris, don't, don't get your hair like Philip Bailey for Earth with a Fire, because this hairline starts yeah. behind his ears. Listen. Cut that on off. See, if I see, you see all that hair right there? If that goes away, my whole head is done. You know me, I my hair is curly by nature. I got curly hair. If I start getting the ball spot, I'm getting the implants. Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting the lace front. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. Appreciate you all. Uh, On behalf of Tech Proud, I'm Chris Featherstone. Enjoy your week of wrestling. God bless, and always remember, I do it for you. Have a good week, everybody. Yes. Good night, everybody. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.